What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics, and this is number six, the sixth episode of Lights, Comics, Action. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> My name is Javier. Javier. And I am joined by the homie Jake today. The homie Jake. We got quite a few different things that we're kind of getting into this week. Um, we got a shout out from your other podcast yeah shout out back to y'all right we got jose trinka and zach you might remember zach from the black adam episode if you check that out if you haven't you should because it's a good episode zach's always a good time to have around um but yeah they're they asked us about marvel villains so we'll get into that um we're gonna kind of see what we have left so you know if we talk about marvel villains for an hour then we'll probably, that'll be the podcast and yep. we'll come back next week and we'll finish off. But we have plans of ending the episode with a Marvel villains draft, just to kind of spotlight some of the Marvel villains and talk about them a little bit. Um, but like I said, we'll kind of see how it goes. Other than that, this week, I hate Fairyland one came out. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> dude. Well, that was last week when you're seeing this, but we just picked it up today. We have it. We have yeah, it. We, you know? we have it in our grimy little fingers, not at the current moment, but we, we got it. We got it in the box upstairs. Definitely going to get into that. Um, other than that, I mean, we got a new episode of Titans coming out tonight. Cause we're shooting this on a Thursday. Yep. So a new episode of Titans coming out. Still, still rolling from the Wakanda Forever a little bit. I thought it was such a good movie. I have seen some mixed reviews. People thought it was a little slow, or it was just kind of like a Black Panther 1.5. But I mean, everybody I've talked to and everybody I've seen has said it looks beautiful. Like it's a great movie, and you know, just a little slow for some people. I think it was Um, just mainly the circumstances. Yeah, that is everything under. But I feel like we we needed that. Some people feel like they. Basically, they didn't need that, yeah. and they should have just recasted. Yeah, is is what we're kind of gathering from. Yeah, from or folks. like uh, kind of just let it settle down for a little bit, and then get us to come back for a different Black Panther, or have him show up somewhere else as you know maybe a recast Black Panther, or you know it. it these are opinions that people have, and mm-hmm. everybody's opinion is you know has equal weight in my yeah. opinion. So, but the main opinion that they all share is that they were satisfied with the outcome of. Oh movie, yeah. Even though it might have been a little slow for them. Yeah. So that's pretty cool is that they, yeah, they definitely liked the movie. Especially coming from like especially you know, we're talking about Marvel today, you know, Marvel is kind of in a weird spot for mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, with some of the things coming off of some things that they're not interested in or some people just aren't interested in a lot of the movies for the last five years, you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. and sadly I feel like part of me falls into that right. kind of category. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of more in the category of like I'm still here for you Marvel. Let's let's have a little let's have a few less fumbles. Yeah. You know, I've said it a million times. It's like I almost I'm always ready to see the next thing. I want the next thing. What's the next movie? What's the next, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's the next show? Where's the next big thing? Where's the next Avengers movie? But even saying that, I'd almost rather them slow down a little bit regroup if they need to let's get some really good movies going into some big big titles you know Mm -hmm. secret wars secret invasion is it secret invasion or i think so yeah yeah they got quite a few different ones fantastic four stuff like that yeah they're gonna be starting that and i don't know um but like i just want to see them like not fumble fantastic four just to get to the end zone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. when you rush into the end zone that's where you make mistakes whereas like if you're like all right there's three quarters left of the game we're only down by seven let's let's take our time let's move the ball right exactly <laughs> random random sports analogies yeah. from people from, <laughs> i don't watch a lot of sports even though i'm wearing a jersey a hockey jersey <laughs> yeah, i don't even watch hockey there's a whole story behind this right. maybe we'll spotlight it one of these days and tell you the whole story but um but yeah it's just like there's there's a whole field in front of us Let's move the ball. Let's make sure we keep it in our hands. You know what Let's I mean? Play the cards smart. Otherwise, like, oh, we fumbled last We fumbled last time we had the ball. Let's throw a Hail Mary and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> DC caught the ball. Yeah. Here they go. They're running all over us, yeah. you know. 
not that I think DC is running all over them, but right now I where we where we stand right now, they're moving the ball. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, there, exactly. There was a turnover. Yeah, and, they're making and, big plays. And DC dude. is DC's moving the ball. They're ready to intercept it any day. Um. So starting on our first topic, I think, unless you – is there anything else that – came out this week that you want to talk about i mean um, we're still coming from nothing that deadly we already, duo exactly nothing um, that we we're already waiting for the next one um i watched a lot of ninja turtles this week and i forgot how much i like ninja turtles so might start seeing some more of that yeah stuff i know i had a i had some toys when i was younger that i wish i had now and i had a friend um i mean he's still my friend but we don't talk as much now um he was really into Ninja Turtles. I'll have to touch base with him again and see if he's still into Ninja Turtles. He had like saved some turtles from the river. So we, I grew up in the country, like right, right next to a river. So he saved some turtles from the river and named them all the Ninja Turtles names. That's and cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving into, you know, your other podcast shouted us out. They said that Marvel has a problem right now. I think his exact words are close to his exact words where Marvel has a problem right now. Well, one of many, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's villains and I don't disagree with him. I think, uh, I think when we did the big villain draft and the big, the big draft roll off, I had even said like, in my opinion for a long time, it's been Marvel for heroes, DC for villains. And obvi- obviously you have, like people in the opposite camp that stand out, you know, like obviously Batman is a huge <laughs> hero yeah. for DC, Superman, so on and so forth. Um, but you do have some big, um, big villains in Marvel too. And I think they, he had even said at the end of that, he was talking about Thanos and Thanos is a huge Marvel villain. Yep. So, I mean, I've done a little bit of research. I feel like I'm more the research guy and you're more like the, let's, let's see where my knowledge gets me. Right, so I yeah. kind of want to see, I kind of want to see where you stand on this before I kind of dive into, because I've been thinking about this for a week. You know, they right. they shouted us out. I think it was a week or two ago, but we had the Wakanda Forever last week, so we didn't want to touch base on it then and take away from our Wakanda Forever podcast. But let's see where you stand on Marvel villains versus DC villains, and why do you think there is that separation? Well, one of the things that they ended up saying. So I. I I'm a huge DC fan. Yeah. I feel like I've, this is the millionth time I've said yep, it, and yep. I'm going to say it a million more. I'm a huge DC fan, so so my favorite just lies with DC from the beginning. Mm. You know, um, I do think that they have kind of a problem with their villains to where it's almost a one and done thing. Yeah, hundred percent, kind of, or maybe it might be a group of movies or one or two movies kind of have the same villain, but then that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think they have the potential with some of their villains to, to make some cool movies. Um, but they're also having issues with those, with those villains as such as like carnage and venom. Mm -hmm. I think that those, they can make some really, really, really great movies. Um, we've been, you know, you've been breaking down the King in black. Um, but I guess it's just a licensing issue now with venom and carnage that not being able to get them from Sony from, you know, and, and, and the rights and things like that to make the film or to even throw them in. I think that we're going to start getting that because I'm like, how are they going to do Secret Wars without even touching, right? you know, the black suit? Because that's where that's the first time we saw it. You know, there's no way that they're not going to. So I feel like they have something at, you know, in their batter's box ready to go. Yeah. But it's it's just a matter of how they execute it. And that's where they fail. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel that, you know, I also think that it's a, a big theory with um, I think a lot of it starts with Stan Lee and the way that he used to write these heroes from back in the day. Right. Yeah. You got to think about it as a lot of these heroes came out in the 40s, 50s, stuff that Stan was writing when he was in college, you know, or just after college. And he was making these books with Jack Kirby because he used to do a lot of Marvel stuff. And then he went over to D.C. and made even more cooler stuff. Um, but Stan's thing was always the hero comes out on top, regardless. Yeah. You know, the villain will die. You know, that's... He wanted superheroes. He didn't want them to lose, and if they did lose, it was for a moment. And it wasn't... They lost the battle, but 
the heroes are going to win the war. Yeah, it's like a comeback story just to kind of every time make you refall in love with that mm-hmm. hero. The underdog story. Yeah, I mean, I, I watch a lot of wrestling too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I haven't been watching as much, but I do. I'm into wrestling. So like the baby face and the heel thing is like the people you're supposed to like and the people you're not supposed to like. These are the bad guys. These are the good guys. And they do it all the time. And it's like, all right, the good guy wins. You get his huge applause for the good guy. But then... So along the way, the bad guy's doing shady stuff. He's using like he's sneaking in weapons, brass knuckles, doing low blows, yeah. you know, doing cheap shots. And then the, the hero's down, and you're like, "Come on, come on, come on!" You like, want to root for him. Yeah. And then, and then at the next big pay per view, all of that comes to a head, and the hero is standing on top with his arm raised, and you're like, "Yes, the hero's back! The hero's back!" Yeah. And I feel like that's the same kind of mentality i mean i feel like a lot of that comes from like the superhero supervillain, yeah kind of mindset you know mm-hmm. you know you have the good guy that you want to like you love him you want him to win but then the bad guy's doing the shady stuff and and then you're like screw you villain you're yeah. shady the hero should win and then finally at the end of the at the end of the comic book the hero wins and you're like yes it's all resolved it's, yeah. you know and i you know you saw that with King in Black, you know, Null was going crazy. He was beating everybody. He's, he's, you know, taking everybody out. And then the big turn at the end happens and you get the heroes winning at the end. And, you know, I did break that down. So book breakdowns one through five, I think five comes out this week. So if you don't have your hands on King in Black and you want to kind of see what it's about, definitely check that out. But yeah, it's, it's Stanley's hero wins mentality. Mm-hmm. That's their, like, theory behind it. Like, that's their... If there was a mathematical equation to writing a Marvel comic, that's what it is. And they they translate that in the movies every time, and I feel like that's where that hole is created with those villains. The hero's just going to win. You almost kind of know that. You know, I mean, yeah, we lost Tony Stark, but for how long, you know? Yeah, or, you know, we got Ironheart now, so... Exactly, we're going to get the AI, maybe. And Tony Stark is her AI, so then we get... Tony Stark back again and Tony Stark ends up winning and taking mm-hmm. taking his not mini me but like uh protege is yeah, protege the right word yeah so Tony Stark's gone but here he is taking his protege to the top of the mm-hmm. you know pyramid again yeah. or even doing some more iron spider stuff yeah him being the AI and being in both of them you know what right. I'm saying and and just that connection so it's always the heroes kind of win and I feel like that's where DC prevails is because they're not afraid to kill their heroes off because uh, they, they'll bring them back. You yeah. know, they have their theories on how to bring them back in multiverses and the stuff Lazarus like that. pit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Lazarus. I don't know if I said that, but whatever. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Uh, not, you know, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> words, words hard. Right. But they're not afraid to, to show that their heroes can lose, will lose. And, you know, I guess you can say they kind of prevail every time, but that's they need to keep the story going. You know, yeah. you don't want your favorite hero dead. Like if they kill Batman now and just never print Batman again, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Oh yeah, you know they're <laughs> they're never going to sell another comic. Right. You know, and I think not saying that, but I think that goes back to one of what one of the points they were making on uh, your other podcast is like you they were saying like you want the hero. And the villain to almost be on equal footing. Like you want to mm-hmm. believe, okay, this is on an ongoing story. I believe that the Batman could beat the Joker in this one. I believe the Joker could beat the Batman in this one. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I got from what they were saying. You know, and that adds that that adds that kind of mystery. Like who's gonna win? Is this comic gonna end up with Batman losing or is it gonna end up with the Joker losing? Mm-hmm. Is Batman gonna win in the end? We and don't we really know. You know, yeah, now we have the team up. Which is insane. Um which I think takes me to one of my points for um, Marvel. Marvel, I always, I was thinking about this during Wakanda Forever because Namor is the villain of that movie pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then you look at other books and Namor's the hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many times did we see, okay, when Thor came, the, the people had to go and like protect people from Thor. Yeah. Hulk went crazy. We had to go fight Hulk. You know, uh, how many other situations are there where, like, the heroes just are fighting the heroes? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, 
It's I mean, not it's happened with Iron Man too. The military went after Iron Man right. because they thought he was a bad guy. So so it's not only like they're not they're not letting the villains win or you're not creating that that push pull dynamic as much because you're always having the heroes win. But then half your villain stories are just the heroes having like a bad day or bad, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, Hulk went crazy. Usually Hulk's a hero, but he's crazy today. So now we have a whole three book series on the heroes fighting Hulk. And we don't even have a villain because the other hero is the villain of this story. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it's just, I feel like we see that so much in, in um, Marvel, even Venom, you know, Venom, Venom is, some people say he's a bad guy, but then if you look at the comics, like King and Black, Venom mm -hmm. saved the whole day. You know, yeah. Venom saved the whole story. He saved the whole planet. So then you get into like, but now okay, he's the ruler, you know, right? So. Yeah, is is Venom a good guy or is he a bad guy? Because it depends who you ask. I feel like, and what they've seen, what they've, what they've um, took. I don't know the word, whatever. I don't know a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> what they've consumed, you mm -hmm. know, that's what I was trying to say. So what, what movies have you seen? What comics have you consumed and vice versa? So depending on what you know about that universe, like you might say Venom is a bad guy or you might say he's a hero. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if King and Black is the only Marvel thing you've ever read, Marvel's a hero all day. You yeah. know what I mean? Where if you see some of the earlier symbiote stuff, you might say he's a bad guy because he's out here killing people or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's so many situations where, um, like right the, now we're the going hero through. is the bad guy. Yeah. Or like, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, carnage in hell. Yeah. He's kind of taken over, but they're kind of portraying, like you, you're almost on carnage's side. Like, right, he's going, yeah. you know, he's going in and taking over hell and it's kind of cool. Um, you know, but that's, that's a whole different side, of, yeah. you know, but it puts you on that, that, almost on his side what i okay so now what i thought was the number one issue aside from like half of your villains being also your heroes is i don't think the well, the movies are 100 percent the problem for this i think mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like we've had marvel villains and you know marvel villains you just might forget that they're marvel villains so like x-men is marvel how many people know Magneto, Mystique, you know, all these, yeah. all the bad mutants. Fantastic Four is Marvel. So you got Dr. Doom. Who doesn't know who Dr. Doom is? You know, if you know anything about comics at all, you know what I mean? Right, right. Or movies or anything you've seen, you've seen Dr. Doom or, uh, yeah, I already talked about X-Men. So like, I feel like that's one really strong suit that DC has going for him other than like, other than like Superman has kind of his own villains, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, from, for the most part, but then you get into like the bat family. So you have people like bat, Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, other Robin, other Robin, yeah, other Robin. Exactly. <laughs> but, but a lot of times they're sharing a lot of these villains, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? How many That's Batman? Batman has uh, like the coolest like rogues gallery like, yeah. ever. You know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, we also look at Spider-Man. Spider-Man has an awesome rogues villain. Ro them too. Those are them too. They right. Have those villains that you can't really other than than those guys' villains. Right. Like, who else is gonna hit? But I'm also saying like, okay, so Spider-Man goes and fights with the Avengers, and they have the these other villains that they're fighting, and then he goes back and fights his own villains. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you can have Nightwing fighting the Joker, and then he goes to the, the Bat family, and he fights Scarecrow, and then Batman and goes out on his own thing, and he fights Two-Face, and then they all come together, and they're fighting Joker, Two-Face, Scarecrow, Poison Ivy. You know what I mean? You get this huge... I almost feel like when you look at Batman... And the Bat family, even Sp Superman will come and help with Joker once in a mm -hmm. while or, you know, so on and so forth. So you're like getting this big universe where you have this big group of villains who also work together sometimes. Oh, yeah. And then you have this group of heroes and you're just constantly seeing them clash. They clash, clash, clash over and over and over. You know, whereas like where we're seeing in Marvel, especially with these movies, it's like, okay here's an Iron Man movie. 
who's his villain for this movie? All right, we did that villain. Who can we do next? Like that villain's gone now. Like, yeah, what's the next villain? Other than Thanos, which earlier we talked about, Thanos is a huge villain in Marvel, and a lot of people know him at this point. But we saw a huge arc, and everybody was working towards Thanos. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the other thing that you had said was that they kind of force fed us the Avengers and Thanos so much, and that's why I right, feel like yeah. Thanos is such a big character that that we were force fed Thanos and force fed Avengers for the longest time. Yeah, and that goes back to like there's been X Men movies, but they've kind of not been promoted as well as avengers or done as well as avengers it's almost like the x-men movies were a little bit of an afterthought and we're kind of getting away from like other than dark phoenix which kind of crashed and burned a little bit yeah um we haven't seen too many x-men movies you know we haven't seen the big staples like even first class and on those weren't as big of a deal as like Lo- uh, logan yeah the origin of the origin of wolverine and before mm-hmm. that you know what I mean? Because we got those, was it early 2000s or late 90s? The big, the early big 2000s. ones with Patrick Stewart and yeah. Sir Ian McKellen, you know, so we saw those. And during that time, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Juggernaut, you know, yeah. Mystique, um, Magneto. You know, we think about all those. But now that it's like Avengers, 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 <laughs> over and over and over. And they're only doing like, one yeah. villain and then disposing of him. You know, you, you're not you're not thinking of these villains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like to to one of the other points that they made and I totally agree with is like they made Joker a character. You see Joker, you know Joker. You see Two-Face, you know Two-Face. Yeah. But like you could watch a trailer for the new Avengers movie and they could have three villains that aren't Thanos and you're like, who is that? Yeah. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like you hear a Unless ju- it's dead accurate to like juggernaut i mean even like even then like the casual the casual viewer that isn't isn't in the comic books you know if you were born because we're realistically people born since 95 like you were you know Mm -hmm. you know the comics and stuff but if you hadn't seen like the early x-men movies you hadn't gone back to see like the early batman movies you would still know joker now oh yeah but you who would be who's 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 apocalypse who's juggernaut who's you know like and once again in marvel the the later the later the later x-men movie like first class and so on even dark phoenix mystique is trying to mystique is with professor xavier trying to save people yeah you know magneto Magneto very early on left Professor X to do his own thing, which if you know X-Men, you know what Magneto's doing. But like even then, he has moments of like, I'm doing this for the greater good of mutants. So like you kind of get attached to that idea. Yeah. You know, and it's I think that's like a huge problem with making Marvel heroes memorable. You know what I mean? Because, like, you can see Green Goblin, you know Green Goblin. You can see Doc Ock, you know who he is. But we're not getting, like, huge movies with them anymore, you know. Yeah, at least since then. Like, the Tobey Maguire's and stuff, like, we've seen that happen then. But, like, in the actual MCU, other than, like, the one where they brought all the villains from all the different universes, we kind of saw them there. But, like, we didn't really see them shine, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They put... Doctor's the one movie. Doctor Strange locked him up in a thing, and then at the end there was a big fight because they got out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where like even even with like DC's villains, I feel like they're getting more like one shots in comics. They're getting like we get whole Joker series. I mean, we have Punchline now. Punchline is a completely new character as of 2018, mm-hmm. 2017. And they're writing her own book. Right. They all have, pretty much they all have their own story arcs now, at least their own lines and, and everything else, like Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that didn't show up until Joker in the 90s. And then they wrote her her own right. series. And now everybody knows who Harley Quinn is because mm-hmm. they made that character <laughs> like a spotlight, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get Harley Quinn books. We get Harley Quinn TV shows. We get Harley Quinn in the... And you're a fan of the in, villain. In movies. Yeah. And... And it's, you know, it's somebody, I think this is another point that they made. It's somebody who's relatable. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? 
it's like I think DC has this going for them in general just because like Batman, Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, going back to all those heroes, like you you could you could make some machines and you could do it yourself. It would take a mm-hmm. lot more than just that. You know, you'd have to put some work and effort and yeah. time and a lot of money into it. Be kind of genius to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like realistically, they're just people with gadgets and a bunch of training. They can fight and, you know, the Lazarus pit helps because if they die, they can come back to life. But, right. you know, and then on the other side, you get, you know, Joker, you get Mr. Freeze, you get uh, Scarecrow. You know, Poison Ivy has her own superpower, but Scarecrow's thing, he made himself. He made that gas himself. Mm -hmm. Mr. Freeze was a scientist, and he ended up doing that to himself. Yeah, he needed needed to create his own suit to survive and run it off diamonds, so that made him evil (laughs) because he's trying to save his wife, Nora. That that makes it so relatable. Right. Like you were saying, like, uh, I think we discussed it last week, and you were like, you're going to go to some crazy lengths to, to protect the people. Oh, that yeah, love, 100%. You know, and, and that's what's involved behind Freeze is that he's in love with his wife and he's just trying to save his wife and he's going to do anything that is 100%, to make it possible. Yeah. And because he has to steal those diamonds because he can't afford it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that makes him a bad guy, but he's sitting there trying to do a wonderful thing. And then on top of that, you know, we're you know you do have people... I'm going to forget the name now. Mudface? Not Mudface. Clayface. Clayface. So, uh, <laughs> you have some weird ones. Yeah. You do have like him who can shapeshift. You have Superman who is Superman. Yeah. You, know, you, have you, a couple you do have these, but like I would almost argue that I'm less connected to those characters because of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then on top of that, you get the, the rogues gallery of Batman and yeah. you get all these people interacting with them, you know, and it's just, I feel like there's a million reasons why Marvel's villains have issues, but I think number one is movies. Mm -hmm. It's the movies that we've seen. It's the things that we've consumed in the last 10, 15, 20 years. And, um, you know, cause I just, I just read damage control four, which was a whole, which was a whole, um, it's a whole villains issue. So you start to see um, Doctor Doom. You see Loki, which Loki is another one. Like we just had a Loki show, and you almost like felt bad for Loki, and then you forget mm-hmm. that he's a he's a villain. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but then it's I'm sorry, and then you get the Wrecking Crew, which like I didn't even know who the Wrecking Crew was if it wasn't for um, She-Hulk completely ruining their integration into the MCU. Um, I wouldn't have even known who the Wrecking Crew was, and now you get like three pages in this new comic all about the wrecking crew Mm -hmm. you know and where is mcu's good portrayal of that because in in damage control they're like the wrecking crew has defeated everybody from the avengers young avengers pet avengers this group that group this group that group and it's four guys who ended up with asgardian like tools and they just go destroy everything you know what i mean and but like where where like if they've beat all, that? if they've beat all these people, if they're this crazy, why haven't we seen it? Okay, we got it in She-Hulk, but you made you made one of the members of the Wrecking Crew go to like a uh, like a day spa, and then yeah. like the only other time you saw them, they it was before they got their weapons and they tried to beat up She-Hulk in an alley and they got destroyed. You know what I mean? So unless they just kind of wanted to like tickle everybody with wrecking crew and then they're going to bring them in for like secret invasion, secret wars, uh, whatever else. But like, if that's what we see of the wrecking crew and we don't see him again, like you completely destroyed this, this, this whole team. It could have been good. Right. It could have been cool. You could have had a way different kind of movie. I think, I think it comes back down to the formula and, and what they've seen yeah, as far 100%. as it being successful with the underdog story, and they're afraid to change it. Yeah. I, I feel that they're afraid to change it because there is Deadpool kills Marvel Universe and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's see that. You know, after like once Secret Wars and all that stuff is done, it, it feels like they've done every major hitting comic. You know what I'm saying? Every major hitting hero um, at that point gave them their origin story. Like, what are we going to see after that? Like, King and Black. 
I hope. <laughs> I hope something cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get some cool Wrecking Crew stuff. Let's get the King in Black. Let's all that. So let's get Carnage in Hell. You know, I want to see some Carnage. Yeah. You know, that's my thing. I want to see some Carnage. Get into some Carnage stuff. That'd be cool. But I think that goes back to like the thing that you were talking about earlier about like royalties and who mm-hmm. owns what character. You know, because we have the Tom Hardy Venom right now. Yeah. We got the Woody Harrelson Carnage. You know what I mean? But as far as actually integrating that into the MCU, unless they completely change a timeline to do it, none of it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So now we're going to have to go into another Venom origin. We're going to have to go into another, this is who Venom is. This is the symbiotes. This is what's happening. You know what I mean? I mean, we did get that in Spider-Man 3. But that's not MCU either. You know what I mean? Is it not now? Because like, that's where I'm like... That's where I get drawn is because, like, is that MCU? Because you, you have Toby back. Toby is back in the MCU, so that happened in but it, a is, multiverse. Is Toby back, or did they make a meme in a movie? You know well, what I that, mean? Well, I'm not saying that Toby's back, right, but yeah. that's, that's the story. That's, you know, not saying that that's the first time, because that's not accurate to the first time that we saw the symbiote. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. You know, Secret Wars is the first time we saw the symbiote. Um, but... That's my biggest thing. Are you gonna are you gonna invest all this time to get into Secret Wars and not tell that story, right? At least at least close. I feel like they're gonna just redo it. Yeah, and and they're. I feel like it's. But then, but then the Tom Hardy stuff would be irrelevant again. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Is that I feel like that's what they're gonna do. And and realistically, if they're smart, they could do it, and they could rewrite it and do it the right way. Yeah. But are they going to? And can they? Because of Sony. Yeah, that's that's where we get into the the ownership and the all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, Kingpin. You know, Kingpin exactly. is a huge. I, I said I said in a different episode that I grew up with Kingpin as a Spider Man villain, mm-hmm. but he's a Daredevil villain. But now there's all these issues with who who owns and can use Kingpin in this aspect and that aspect, and then you know we get into all that stuff. So. You know, are we going to see Kingpin? Are we going to be able to see Kingpin? Because Kingpin is like a huge thing for me. Like, yeah, I grew up with him in the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah, you're excited. Yeah, you you get you get him in the big white suit and you put him in something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you got the ownership issues, and you know that that might be. I feel like ownership issues and the Marvel equation is just detrimental to their villains. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, I think that causes a huge tear. And, and then going back to like, who's a villain? You know yeah. what I mean? Who, who's a villain and who's a bad guy other than like this handful of villains who never went good or mm-hmm. this handful of heroes that never went bad. You just have that huge gray line shooting right down the middle of like, there's a whole series about this, hero being the villain there's a whole movie about this hero being the villain there's Mm -hmm. a whole thing about this villain helping this you know and then you get attached to them so that that creates that that creates that rip for you that you're not you're not 100 percent on this villain you're not 100 percent on that hero and going back to just shoving it down our throats it's it's like okay i've seen like I'm almost in the I'm almost in the boat of like I've seen enough Iron Man. I don't need to see Iron Man for a couple I don't need another Iron Man movie. I don't need to see somebody like that for a couple more years mm-hmm. or until like we get a big story. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Iron Heart thing is a little bit different cuz it's not Iron Man. He's just an AI. He's helping her out, but you know, it's just like like you said I don't need another Iron Man movie. I don't need another Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't like need another Thor movie. I don't either. <laughs> But if they had Thor in a different series, you know, where you actually get to see a big villain, you know, and then Thor shows up to help, you know, that Dude. that's super cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even going back to the last Thor movie, Hercules was, I think, an ending credit scene. Was the ending credit scene or last scene of the movie? They revealed Hercules. Yeah. And, and Zeus was basically sending Hercules to go fight Thor. Hercules is a hero, <laughs> you know what I mean? In other mm. in other storylines and other timelines. In um 
in Damage Control 4, Hercules and She-Hulk were the ones to go fight the villains and stuff. And yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it goes back to that same, like, is this a hero or is this a villain? Even Deadpool, you know what I mean? He, he's an anti-hero, but, you know, he he does so many things that make you think he's a bad guy, but then he goes and helps the X-Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so many... He, he kills the entire Marvel Universe, but then goes and, you know, saves the kid's life. Mm-hmm. So who <laughs> who is... Who's a bad guy? Right. Whereas, like, even with Joker doing the Deadly Duo now... The way we've only had one issue, so this could be completely destroyed down the line. But in the first issue, how they introduced that, it's like the Joker is still 100% the Joker. Batman is still 100% Batman. They just happen to have to align their views on the same thing for a little Mm -hmm. bit. And you are kind of waiting for Joker to turn on Batman at any moment. You know what I mean? You know? You know, uh, once he has Harley, it's like game over. Yeah, Batman. Know? Batman needs to find uh, Gordon, and Joker needs to find Harley. And they've both but, been taken by the same group. But, but other than that, uh, it almost kind of seems like all bets are off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like like Namor in this Wakanda Forever, completely villain most of the movie. But then, like, there's parts of it that make you love Namor too, like telling his story and. Uh, at the end where he creates peace between, you know, them and Wakanda. And then, but then he kind of makes like a keep your enemies close kind of comment. You know what I mean? And then going back to King and black, he's a hero that comes to save the day Mm -hmm. in other, in other series. Like he's there to save the day. Going back to what you said, I found the assassin, but I couldn't find anybody talking about the assassin spoiler or whatever in Wakanda forever. Nobody else said anything about it. It was literally right in the beginning. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I couldn't find anybody else talking about it. Cause I was trying to put a picture in the podcast last week. Um, but even Namor, he's a hero in a lot of those stories. He's fighting a villain that's like trying to take him down. So, um, yeah, I feel like at this point I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit, but I feel like those are just, I feel like we come up with a new issue and it just always comes back to how they're treating their heroes, mm-hmm. how they're treating their villains, how you, how Joker is kind of always Joker and you know uh batman is always batman you have that dead set like this is a hero this is a villain kind of thing other than that i mean you do have like your anti-hero kind of like catwoman like catwoman is out there kind of doing her thing helping both sides when it's convenient for her but like they also make that very apparent like catwoman is not a hero catwoman is not a villain Catwoman is Catwoman and she does whatever Catwoman wants. Exactly. You know, kind of thing. She's a cat. You know, yeah. that's what it, it's the attitude that a cat has. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can love you one second and then they're going to scratch your face off right. the next. And that's what I like. I think that's cool about Catwoman. You know, the other thing with DC is that they don't have the licensing issues that Marvel has, fortunately. Yeah. So they can do what they want with their villains. They've, they've been very in control of their whole things from the get-go, mm-hmm. you know? So they're not having these Sony-making Carnage and Venom. I think what's happening with that is that they don't they don't want that story. But I feel like Sony wants it to be in part of the MCU, so they're not going to sign the rights over unless they make that timeline and that story part of the MCU so then they yeah. can throw it up on Disney and get the views and get the money from it. And that's what they want, including Spider-Man 2 and 3, because those are all on Netflix. That is not part... Spider-Man, you know, even mm-hmm. even with the first one being with the Green Goblin and being part of the MCU now, it's not on Disney. Yeah. It's on no, Netflix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a Sony movie, and I feel like that's what they want, is they want it on Disney with the rest of them, and Marvel doesn't want that, because they don't want to take the, the story, which, congrats on that, but we're that's just keeping us farther away from, you know... Certain other elements that mm-hmm. we want to see. Yeah. It's like both sides are, are keeping it from us, you know. Which yeah. You can't blame one or the other on that situation because you see the money that that could be made from from Sony, and you see their point of view where they can get gypped out if they don't take that story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if if they if they sign over the rights and they don't take that story and it's not part of the MCU, it's game over. You know what I'm saying? MCU is going to take over with write, rewriting a movie, Secret Wars and all that stuff and having their origin and Venom and Carnage all in this and doing it essentially the right way. I think it's important too to remember that Marvel 
and Marvel Studios are completely separate. Mm-hmm. So like the Marvel comics, Marvel, all that stuff is completely separate from Marvel Studios. The they be- have to buy the rights and Marvel's, yeah. Marvel Comics is selling the rights to these Marvel, characters. Because Marvel Studios basically kind of got together on a hope and a prayer with Iron Man 1, tried to get a big actor in there. And then they were like, let's see where this goes. And this yep. is where it ended up. You know what I mean? So they didn't start this journey with a bunch of rights. They didn't start this journey with a bunch of money. They just kind of, you know, kind of kept pushing, mm-hmm. kept pushing, kept pushing. That's why there's only a few movies in the first couple of years. You know what I mean? Because they were now they have this huge machine behind them. And now they're just throwing everything out they can. And they're like we need these rights. We'll figure it out later. We'll add it later. We'll, you know, I mean, yeah. that's what it seems like. So like remembering like Marvel comics can still put out any Spider-Man they want. Oh yeah. Where like Marvel studios doesn't have the movie rights, you know? So that's where that, that comes in. Or those rights were sold years ago with the first batch that Sony did, mm-hmm. you know, because those are, those still say Marvel on it. Those are still pretty much the same intro, the, like the one that we got with Chadwick um, and, and everything was mm-hmm. replaced. That was the first Spider-Man yeah. intro. So it, it was Marvel selling the rights to Sony to make the movie. Marvel didn't have their own studios yet. Now that they did with Iron Man one, that's where these issues come into play because, okay, you were working together, but now you don't want to work with us anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's where it's weird. I don't even know. I think they just straight up bought the rights to certain characters and then they can Sony. use those. Yeah. Sony yeah. Sony bought rights to whatever characters they wanted because I think they got offered Marvel for like a super low price, like $3 million or something. Mm-hmm. Super and, low. $3 million. <laughs> well, <laughs> con- considering what yeah. it's, yeah, this is what it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... um and they're like, we don't really want it all. We want Spider-Man. And then they gave him like something crazy lowered for just Spider-Man. They're like, this is all we want or something like that. I might be might be totally Tripping. tearing this <laughs> article apart. But the moral of it was like Sony had the ability to pay something super low for Marvel. They chose not to, but they did want some of the characters. They bought those characters, made some movies. And then Marvel blew up and they're like, no, we don't want you to have your characters back. Like, yeah, this is all we have to hold on to kind of thing. You know, that's exactly. what it seems like. Um, but yeah, like Marvel, Marvel Studios just kind of started on a hope and a prayer. I think it was just like a team of guys and they're like, I like comics. I want to see an Iron Man movie. Can we make this happen? Mm-hmm. Will it be bigger than one movie? We might completely go broke making this one movie and nobody will see it and we'll see what happens and we might live in debt the rest of our lives because we made one iron man movie yeah and then they're like oh it worked the iron man movie worked can we do i don't remember what the second movie was like thor yeah Uh, can we do a thor movie will people watch a thor movie oh can we do this can we start working towards avengers oh we're at avengers Yeah. yeah yeah stuff like that so you know it was a slow build up and now that they're built up it's yeah fair. we're getting fed it fast yeah but i think that's that goes back to just like tripping over those royalties and those ownership issues cuz like they didn't they didn't start with money they didn't start buying a bunch of royalties and characters and mm-hmm. they they just they kinda, started in comics and that's mm-hmm. their thing and that's what it felt like for the first 50 years of it they didn't want to stray away from this might that was their I, thing. I, I know talking to you about this, it, this is um, a hot take, but I don't know how many people agree or disagree with me. I would say that Sony, with the first three Spider-Man movies, did villains way better than heroes. Hundred percent. I don't. I didn't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man at all, and I didn't. Other than an animated Spider-Man, I didn't really have a live-action Spider-Man to compare it to. It just seemed like super weird and corny to me. And then See, I was very young when I fell yeah. in love with it. So I feel like that's the difference. I think it's it just like the whole like uh, like when he shot webs and like stopped the train. It's like, dude, you had been ripped apart. Like, I don't care if you're right. Spider-Man or not, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Or and those webs would have ripped or something. Yeah, something. You know? I think all oh, corridor crew did like a if Spider-Man was rated R and they did it where 
Uh, he does that, and then all of a sudden his like skin starts ripping off, and his arm goes flying off. You showed me that, and yeah. then and then all the everything breaks, and then he falls on the ground, and the train <laughs> smashes him. It's uh, hilarious. It's you guys so good. Check it out. Uh, check he it just out. also they just also did um, like if all the heroes got into the Spider Verse. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, you sent it to me. I'm like, yeah, this is Corridor Crew, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they do some really cool stuff. They started it with Miles, and then it was just, what is this? And it was just <laughs> yeah. a million Spider Men. It was cool. It was um, cool. I enjoyed it. Wrap up. I mean, wrap up of this. What do you think? Like, it it just came. What do you think are like the three issues Marvel is having with heroes? Just to like conclude. So we stop coming back to them. Right. Top three issues. Number one being licensing. They sold their soul to Sony back in the day. <laughs> you know, yeah. obviously licensing is one. Second is um, they're too stuck on the old formula, on Stan Lee's formula from the comics that the heroes always win. And not saying that that's wrong. I love Stan Lee, but it's it's an old school take on a hero mm-hmm. uh, where yeah. DC gets more real. And third is... Um, one thing that we actually didn't even get to touch on yet is the way they look, in my opinion. Yeah. The CG on Thanos, you could have done something way cooler. You know what I'm saying? Like, Doomsday looked sick in Justice League. I think that looked <laughs> sick. That looked awesome. Everything about Black Adam looked awesome. Yeah. You know, and that was almost nothing, you know, but I feel that they can make a scarier villain, if you get what I'm saying, or, you know, and I feel like the the fear of the villain is what feeds you, you know, and feeds that, Mm -hmm. that like energy towards them. And Thanos didn't look very scary to me whatsoever he just looked like yeah barney on steroids like i'm not like you know what i'm saying like he's just this big purple dude in the thing of armor and i'm like cool the hulk in my opinion i feel like he could just rip you apart but i think that goes back to the being relatable thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like a lot of like even poison ivy even though she has powers she's very much just like a woman who's green mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then, like, Joker is just very much a guy with bleached skin and a messed up face and mm-hmm. going crazy. Like, you could you could see somebody walking in in face paint and almost looking exactly like the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he, if he was doing the same things the Joker was doing, that would be terrifying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, if you're in that room, you're just, like, on edge. You're, yeah. You don't want to be in that room, you know, like, with the Joker at, at all. And that's the things that play into... You know, when I when I look at it and I picture if I was there in the DC ones, I'm always like, if I was there, I'd be freaking out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. But in the Marvel ones, it's like, if I was there, I'd want to join in on the fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or I wish I had a suit of armor so then I can go in with Iron Man. You know, or something yeah. like that. Like, makes me want to fight those heroes to where a DC villain, I'm, I'm big, man. <laughs> you uh, know, I'm scared of them because it's scary. I you think, know? I think that... There's also like talking to like weaponry, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like DC is very heavy, like martial arts. Mm-hmm. There are gadgets and there are it's combat things like that. But like you see the action, you see people get hit. You see, mm-hmm. you know, you see Iron Man. He's like, all right, next villain. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And that's, that's kind of where it is. It's like, <laughs> I mean, going back to heroes fighting each other, Civil War is one of my favorite Avengers movies, and that's a freaking whole movie of them fighting each other. Right. Um, but uh, they're just like, it's it just like, uh, the whole movie, you almost see like inner turmoil between the team, and then all of a sudden the villain shows up and they're like, oh, we're a team. Let's take, let's take them down. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing All else right. matters. Everything's happy again, yeah. you know. Why were we fighting again? And then the next move, they're fighting again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I think it should be done this way. No, I think it should be done this way. Well, let's go our separate ways. There's a villain. We're friends again. Fight him. Beat him. I still hate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, now the next movie is them fighting each other <laughs> the, for three yeah. hours. It seems to, to be a little bit over. 
Yeah. I seem to be a little bit over it. Now, I'm completely the opposite way with Wakanda, but that's that's a whole nother thing to where Namor isn't necessarily that's what I was a just gonna villain. Say. You know what I'm saying? But I, that was one that I, I mean, in this story, he is more portrayed to be a villain, but that is not going to always be the case if they keep him in the movies. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. He's going to get his own movie. At least I hope. He'll probably get a show and they'll drop the ball. And <laughs> Don't give him a show. If you're, if anybody at Marvel can happen to be watching this, send it to him, tag him. I don't care. Don't make it a show. Make it a movie. Make it badass. I'm sick of this She-Hulk crap. Like <laughs> hey, I'm excited for Ironheart. I hope they don't do the same thing with She-Hulk. Um, I'm very excited for all of these titles. Yeah. But how they execute it, that's on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if they're going to live up to the expectation. I want to I continue being excited. Mm-hmm. Don't. I mean, it's almost like, just here's my hand. Take me either disappointed or excited. Like mm-hmm. it's on you. Like I'm, I, I said before, I go in kind of with like an open mind. I, I don't I try to, you know, I don't have any expectations. I'm not even expecting your CG to be good. Mm-hmm. Thrill me. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Give me a good time. Cause like, I mean, that was going back to black Adam again. There were things in that movie that really bothered me, mm-hmm. you know, going back to timeline issues and character issues and this and that but I liked the movie. Mm. You know what I mean? See, I went in hyping it up so much, and then yeah. I walked out even more hyped <laughs> than I walked in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know if it was just because, I mean, it was that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But well, that's the first time that I'm, I, there's usually something that like, uh, it still wasn't as good as I thought. It, with as hyped as I was, I was very surprised that it met my expectation for Black Adam because I was I was very afraid because I was so hyped about it that I was gonna have to come and give it a bad review because I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. Like, and I was a little bit scared, but they succeeded with that one. And you know, with I walked in the complete opposite way with Wakanda. Yeah, and left feeling the same way as Black Adam. Yeah, you know. Um, we'll see. Cause I haven't seen the first Shazam. Have you, you've seen the mm-hmm. first Shazam, right? You, I like it. I think it's, it? all, I think it's all right. You know, but I've not heard that a lot of people were like, kind of like, nah, about it's, it. it's, it's a meh kind of movie. I think they were trying to introduce a new hero. Yeah. They did a good job of it, but what is it? Is it freaking Batman? No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is it, it I mean, they, I think this was their redo at that with black Adam. Now they know how to do the character. You know what well, I'm saying? We'll and now we're getting another Shazam. Yeah, we're, that's what I was about to say. Well, the DC, I think, is coming off of a few really good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, in whatever order you put them in, I feel like a lot of people were like the Batman, the Joker, um, Black Adam were pretty good movies overall. And then we'll see what they do going forward because now I feel like Shazam is a little bit of a challenge for them because so many people were kind of like me about the first one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I we'll think it's a challenge, but I think it's going to go right back to Black Adam and it's it's not going to be a Shazam movie. You know, we needed the first origin mm-hmm. of Shazam. It's a kid that's a hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I mean, I we'll mean, see. It's a Spider-Man story pretty we'll, much. We'll see what it does because, I mean, now they got all the all the kids being Shazams and it's kind of, it, I feel it's like cool. it's, it's targeted more towards a younger crowd. I think it is a little bit, but it's, I feel like they do that on purpose and, but their, their movies grow with their audience. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they're going to try to get the younger crowd in it. Cause you need that. You need to get the, the, the kids that, you know, that are just getting introduced to it. Like my mm-hmm. kid, you know, my, my son's about to be four years old and, and he's going to be introduced to that and, and seeing that. So, it's important to get him on if they yeah. want them to be lifelong fans. Well, I mean, that, like that was an argument with Love and Thunder, too. But I feel... I felt like it was all right with Iron Man in Phase 1, and that was as much as it should have gotten. I don't know. I, I Like Ragnarok, mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like you can you could have kind of floated a little bit closer to Ragnarok and still portray, like mm-hmm. pitch to a younger crowd. You didn't need to you didn't need to go that far, I think in my opinion. But like all my friends and, you know, 
the the comments that I'm seeing online is like my kids loved it, so I loved yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm I don't have kids. I have ne- nieces and nephews, but they're all getting older now too. So mm-hmm. like it, I don't have that view. I bet they think that Thor is hilarious, you know, and they probably like Ragnarok. My son is obsessed with it. He watches it. I love Ragnarok. He'll pick it out on Disney Plus on himself on yeah. his own iPad, and it's it's kind of impressive. And I'm like, why? I'm I'm a little disappointed, but I'm like, I year th- three, you know what I'm but saying? But Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Not Love and Thunder. No, 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 no. He 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 watches both of them. Oh. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like year three, right, so I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? But have a, have better taste, three year old. He's also finding more DC now. Right. He's choosing Batman. And stuff over Spider-Man now, which is kind of crazy because that was Spider-Man has been his thing. He's obsessed with it. He still is, but now he's doing the same thing with Batman. Well, I think um, animated shows DC DC blows Marvel out the water. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they just don't focus on kids. I mean, they do with some of their shows, like maybe Batman Beyond, some of the Cartoon Network stuff. But like, you watch The Killing Joke. That's rated R. You watch Under the Red Hood. I'm pretty sure that's rated R. Yeah, there's. But a I'm lot saying of great even ones. even like the ones that I grew up with were, they weren't as gory and dark as oh. these ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, they have other Batman animated series on, uh, like uh, HBO, um, but it, they're just they're just good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm obviously said a million times I'm drawn to more cartoons and stuff too, mm-hmm. but like, even like even with the cartoons, DC is just doing it. I said at the end of my King and Black breakdown, I was like, I'd almost rather see this as an animated movie. Yeah, give me all this in animated because like if you pick a style and you rock that style in an animated movie, I don't need to worry if Null looks good in CG. You know, right? I don't. As guardian, as guardian, Doctor Strange is in that. I don't need to see you, Jake, Me to Benedict Cumberbatch, and, and try stuff. to make him as guardian. And like, I almost would rather just see an animated movie at this point because I like mm-hmm. the book so much. There's so much happening, and I don't want to be like taken out by like your kind of flaws. Like, just give me an animated movie. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I agree. I like I like the animated movies a lot. They're um. But, you know, they're just way different than the Marvel stuff. Mar- Marvel animated stuff is not, I mean, since the 90s hasn't yeah. really been focused on I anybody mean, younger than or older than 10. I talked about like Rising last week, which is, is, is it's more of a kid's show almost. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that I can sit and watch. It's on that line. Whereas yeah. like, um, what is it? Like Spidey, Spidey and Friends. Friends. Yeah. Like I turned that on for five minutes. I was like. I'm not watching this. You yeah. know what I mean? My three-year-old loves it. Yeah. You know, the, exactly. They, they tell the stories from comics in five minutes, it, you know, it's their little great. clips. It's, it's great cool. for that, you know. But, but like, I feel like DC kind of hits both audiences out of the park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I don't think Marvel, like you said, is kind of doing like a, like a show for adults. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Harley Quinn, the animated series. That is not for kids. <laughs> not at no. all. You know. No. We just fi- finally finished it, um, but it's good. <laughs> like, like, give me like a, give me like a cool Wrecking Crew cartoon. That'd be dope. Tell that whole story in a cartoon and just have them smashing everything, and mm-hmm. you know, and then do however you want to bring them into Secret Wars or yeah. whatever. You know, they did the Suicide Squad cartoon. And I thought that was awesome. There's been a lot of Suicide I Squad thought, cartoons. Yeah, they're I thought really those good. Were better than the movies, you know. And I, they're not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love those movies, but those the second one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they took it a little. It was a little weird yeah. for me, especially when I was first watching. I like them a lot more now, but um, it almost seemed like with the Suicide Squad movies that they were trying to do a little bit more of the Marvel thing. Yeah. You know, but now they're pulling back and pulling out of that and being like, that's not our thing. You know, they I mean, have their thing. James Gunn is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, he's crushing it. But with those movies, there was just a few things in there that I was just like, mm. you know, not that I was. I thought they were great movies, but it I, wasn't the dark. It wasn't as dark as I thought that they would have 
Ben, to be honest. I love the second one. I the second one's don't the cool like one. the first one. I, I don't hate the first one. I mm. just meh. Once uh, I honestly like everybody everybody I talked to hated the first one so much. And then when I finally watched them, I'm like, why do people hate that? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's not the best movie, but like, that's like, my I opinion wouldn't hate it. Too. Yeah. And then the second one came out. I'm like, yeah, I hate the first one. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I don't hate it. But right. um, but then going back to like how we started the episode, the main topic of the episode, Suicide Squad, a huge series for all of the villains. Mm-hmm. What what is the equivalent to that in Marvel? How do you get introduced to those in Marvel? They don't. That's the one thing yeah. that, that Marvel does versus um, every once in a while they'll do a team up. Like they have a Doctor Doom team up, but they don't have that many villain team ups. They they do, but not. But I'm saying you're not getting like a big series. Like, like where's the big Doc Ock series? In Spider-Man. But I mean, we're but. not we're not getting like this is what Doc Ock is doing. Oh, yeah. We're not getting a Doctor Octopus like, like book. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we got Harley Quinn books. We got two Facebooks. We oh, got yeah. Catwoman. We're books. starting to get Gold Goblin. Yeah, but he's he's a hero. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like we're starting to get I, some of these things. I haven't I haven't read the first issue of Gold Goblin. It just came out this week. If you're listening to this, it was last week. But they kind of set it up to where Osborne built this Gold Goblin suit to help Spider Man and be a hero. Mm-hmm. But then on like, on like the second book, like the tagline is something like, is Hero really something that he wants to do? You know what I mean? So yeah. then it's that back and forth again. So is he a hero or is he a villain? I don't really know. He looks cool as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks really sick. <laughs> you know, so back back to all of it. I think the popularity of the Marvel movies... And forgetting like some of your classic villains, our Marvel villains, uh, ownership issues, personalities, the look you said, I totally agree mm-hmm. with. Especially, I mean, you don't have to make a villain look cool if you're just going to beat him in 30 minutes and then never see him again. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you don't need to. I mean, like don't, Thanos was cool, but... I'm talking more like Whiplash. You know. Whiplash yeah. from like Iron Man 2 or 3 or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, he was he was dope, but... I mean, he, was he, he though? Could've, he could have been he way a, cooler. He was just a dude in an S&M suit. <laughs> 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 throwing whips around. He was a dude in an yeah. S&M suit throwing whips around. Right. I don't know. Maybe that I know that actor is problematic too and hard to work with. I've heard. I don't know. I've heard. Right. But maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Who knows? Here, I agree. Hero, hero, hero does have Marvel problems. Marvel, Marvel has yeah. villain problems. Is there what is. I try to say. Totally agree. I think. I don't. I don't think Marvel has villain problems. I think Marvel movies have. Do, Marvel yes. movies have villain problems, and that's what we're force-fed right now. I'm hoping that maybe moving into Secret Wars, because Secret Wars is supposed to be a bunch of villains versus a bunch of heroes. Yeah, it's going to be cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> But if we don't like any of... If we're not attached to any of the villains going into that, how are they going to make... I mean, we know the heroes. They're going to focus mainly on the... But I think what they should do is focus mainly on the black suit. But can they do it? Will they do it? Should they do it? I mean, they they have to, but like... I mean, we'll see. How are they going to do it? They're going to just have to pay money to Sony. Like, they might as well because the money, whatever needs to to be figured out between both of them, they just need to sit down, shut up, and figure it out because it's both a lot of money that can be made for both sides. Yeah. I I mean, just to do the movie, you have to have a huge huge group of villains just to put in the movie. Yeah. But if you're not going to have the main villain that is, you know, or black suit Spidey, you're not going to... They're not going to do Secret Wars without Black Suit. There is no way. I'm just saying, like, you have to have these villains in the movie. Yeah. Where are those villains? We have all these heroes. Where are the villains? They're going to pop up in She-Hulk next season. (laughs) Yeah. And one per episode, you know, cameo every episode. She-Hulk's just going to look at the camera, and she's going to be like, blah, blah, blah is a villain. And yeah. you're never going to see him until Secret Wars. I know. That's the thing that's going to make me so mad because it's like, why Why even have the show? Why even have her as the show? Why not just make a YouTube channel and just say, we're going to do this and do this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
She-Hulk, like I said, deserved more. You 100%. Know? Like, it, they could have had a really, really cool show. They could have had a really, really cool hero. They still have the potential to make her really, really cool. But And her comics are coming out right now, and the covers look super cool to me. Cool. But I'm so bummed out on She-Hulk right now, I just don't even want to buy one. Yeah. Fire whatever director. Who was the director? I don't know. One? I don't even care. I mean, Kevin Feige was behind it. He was behind everything, though, so... You know, K-E-V-I-N. Um, I think it'd be cool if they took Secret Wars and made it a two-part, took their time with it, got us connected to a bunch of heroes, had Spider-Man in the first part, at the end of the first one, have that black suit come into play, mm-hmm. and boom, credits, next movie, mm-hmm. all about black suit Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have villains to put in that movie... You can't do anything with them. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think that, that, that pretty much has been it. So that's our response. Yeah. On from, you know, Zach and, and uh, they they talked about it. They they don't do only comic books. They do kind of a mix of everything. Sounds like one of them did their own superhero stuff and jumped over a dryer and saved somebody's life. So if you want to see the story behind that, go check out their episode. I think it's called Heroes and Villains. It's your other podcast. Just give them a shout out. Say what's up, Zach. What's up, Trinka? What's up, Jose? We appreciate you shouting us out. Anytime you guys want to do this, we should do it again. Definitely talk about some more stuff like this. And if, you know, we'll probably have Zach on again. If one of, one of the other two want to come on, we'll hang out. And uh, I know one of them lives in, like, North Carolina or something. So. Yeah, one of them is pretty far away. You know, if you want to make the drive just to hang out with the dudes from right. Collective <laughs> Comics, you know, maybe we'll play some Magic or, mm. you know, play some, we'll get into D&D or something. Right, or we'll, maybe we go out to North Carolina <laughs> for no reason. North Carolina, <laughs> go on and raise up. I don't even know right. if that's where it is. It might not be there. It might not, you know. Um, could be we appreciate y'all. Um, check out their podcast. And thanks for being on our podcast. If you want to hear more of our podcast, like, comment, and subscribe. Check it out everywhere you get music, except for Apple and Google. We're working on those. Um, Other than that, like, comment, and subscribe. Check out the Patreon for more bonus content and material. Go to w.gg. Get 10% off your jitterless energy with Code Collective Comics at checkout. Whatnot. Link in the bio for your free $10 credit when you sign up using that link. And this has been Collective Comics. (laughs) We'll see you guys.